Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcaster named Sean Allen. ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, another uh, Sean Allen podcast. Podcaster Sean Allen, who's... ASAP, other Sean Allen. Steven Spicer. If you are new here, follow wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, write, review. Watch us on hereasap.com. Let me actually turn that down. We go dive into that For a sure. little bit later. Um, but man. Big dog. S- Steven, Steven, Steven. Big dog. Every time we, we fucking get together, we talk about music. And I'm like, <laughs> we got to diversify <laughs> these topics because. <laughs> Shit, but I'm a music person, <laughs> and here's the thing: like, I could talk about anything. I'm very, very versatile when it comes to um, the whole commentary bit. The whole, yeah. I, I'm a very dynamic person, I will say. But my problem is when I talk about music, I don't stop. <laughs> and I just go on and on and on and on and on. I was arguing with somebody overnight about fucking Chris Brown's album. He dropped the album. Exactly. Damn. Exactly. All that shit they do, they compare that nigga to fucking who they compare Chris Brown MJ. to. MJ. And who else? Uh all I be hearing, all I be hearing as of late is just MJ. MJ, and MJ, MJ. What do you think about that? I don't know how I feel about it. Here's the thing. Compare it. the nigga to whoever you want to compare him to. Yeah. But y'all don't even support the fucking music. I'm fucking you didn't know he came out, and then fucking the album only sold like thirty thousand copies. Mm. Yeah, but I, but thirteen debuting at number thirteen. Yeah. So y'all y'all people yeah. are so committed to these arguments and comparing him to Michael Jackson, but y'all not even giving him Michael Jackson number or opportunities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all spending more time in the comment section and on my Twitter. And I bought the shit. I'm the only person that bought the album. That you seen. bought that. You I went to iTunes bought the album. Yeah. and bought the fucking album. Yeah, I got That's receipts. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I bought it because I'm like, okay, like, man, I had to watermark it because I put it on the internet. I don't want nobody to steal my receipt, but I bought the shit. You see That's it? That's crazy. And number thirteen on the charts, which is which is not a measurement for talent, right? I don't. The charts and all that shit don't that shit, mean shit, yeah, right? Bro. But the way that they be on the internet about Chris Brown and arguing and shit, like I'm getting death threats and shit like that. Why put this energy into fucking supporting the man so he can make music, you know what I mean? And feed his family and shit. But enough about Chris Brown. Uh, 
Shout out to Chris Brown, though. I, I don't think he's compares to Michael Jackson at all. Nobody I, does, I don't even, bro. Yeah, I don't even know if Chris I'm Brown could sing like that. Like, That's a good critique. You know what I mean? And then the dancing, he dances and shit. He, he could do, do flips and cartwheels. He danced, but what nigga can't dance? You know, black people <laughs> dance. <laughs> I'm talking too much shit. I'm about to you really. <laughs> I'm talking about fucking uh, death threats and shit. But another thing that uh, has been making headlines is, I don't know who this nigga D1 is. <laughs> you say he's a Christian rapper, right? Yeah, he's in a, he's in a CHH space. But I, wait, what is it called? Christian hip hop, CHH. Oh, that's the little, that's mm-hmm. what they call it? Yeah, for sure. I did not know that. Yeah. Like a little yeah. acronym. Rick Ross and Meek Mill released this this album. I don't know if anybody's listening to that either. I, I didn't. I didn't peep, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't. Peep. I mean, and, I, and I'm a, I'm a big like Rick Ross. Well, and Meek fans too. They're all. They're Rick Ross is probably like 50 years old. Meek Mill He's is up there. 40. I don't want to hear about there. these old ass niggas talking about the same shit they were they that they were talking about. That's a fact. You know what I mean? I'm That's pretty sure that we're about to roll into what this D1 said about Rick Ross and Meek Mill, but I'm pretty sure they're talking about the same shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just, that's the problem with Drake. You know what I mean? Drake, people mm. don't want to hear a 40-year-old man talk about the same shit that he's been talking about. He's been talking you know, about. Meek Mill probably still on that street shit, I'm sure, which is cool, but, you know, you haven't lived that life. Or maybe you are, you know what I mean? But... I, I, I just think I just I, I think that the fans when we listen to these artists, especially these rappers, we are growing in real life. Right. And we want our artists to grow with us. That's why Jay Z is so successful because yeah. album by album, there's gonna be some level of growth. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you know, Drake, Rick Ross, Meek Mill. Apparently, they're still talking about the same shit. And uh, and here's the thing. Too is like they're not capturing new mm-hmm. artists. Or sorry, a new audience. New audience. They're not capturing new audience. They are resting on the laurels of who they were. Correct, and their built-in fan base. Yeah, but their built-in fan base now, you know, have children and families, husbands and wives are buying homes. That's and, a fact. You know, I mean, graduated graduated from college, working on their master's degrees and shit. But this nigga Meek Mill is still talking about. Riding dirt bikes on South Street in Philly right. and shoot niggas and shit like that. That's not the life he. We know he don't live that life anymore. Not every day. He's contradicting himself too because this whole thing is about prison. Let me just get into this. For sure. I love you too much to not be honest with you, Rick Ross. You could do better, brother. Meek Mill, you could do better, brother. I love you too much not to be honest with you. Are you the face of prison reform? Cause I held. Uh, are you the face of prison reform? Or are you sitting here on your new song with Ross talking about getting somebody murked and shot at the red light? Which one is it, bro? Which one is it, bro? Because I did a shoe giveaway in my city and gave out 1,300 pairs of your shoes because they said reform underneath them. And I loved it. You partnered with, with a major shoe company and, and you out here pushing prison reform. But now I got to sit here like, man, this man glorifying getting people killed as of a week ago. Like, what are you doing, bro? Lil Snoop really got killed. That broke your heart. You wear him around your neck. What, why are you glorifying the same thing when right. my best friend got killed? Killed. When Carl got killed, New Orleans know who I'm talking about. When Carl got killed 
And I had to go to his funeral and read the eulogy and be part of the funeral. And I got back in my causeway after the funeral, and I turned on my music, and I realized I'm listening to music that's glorifying the same stuff that just happened to my best friend. Mm. Mm. It gave me chills, and I needed that moment. That was my come-to-Jesus moment of like, D, you got to do something different, brother, because you have a taste for this poison, mm. but you, you're attracted to the poison. And rap is great. The rap game, hip-hop industry is great at cooking up some delicious poison. D1 had that to say about Rick Ross, but Rick Ross responded. Mill, you could do better, Jim Jones. You could do better, Rick Ross. You could do better. I got to see you do better. Wait, wait. Little man, whoever you is, until you feed the kids where you from for 20 years straight. Don't question, Rose. Wait, wait. Until you buy 10,000 bikes, 10,000 trikes. Give all the young girls who pregnant pampers for Christmas for 20 years straight. Don't question, boss. You heard me, little man? Get that basket off your head so you could think clear, little man. You going viral for <laughs> you got dreads. Not because of your talent, not because of your gift. Go viral, player, off of your, your, your wisdom that you're sharing. You speaking on that? Yeah, Meek me, Mill. You said, well, you know how many niggas died this summer? They released self destruction. This niggas dying right now. It's going to be niggas don't make it to see in the morning. Get that basket off your head, boy, and come together with real niggas around the world. So when your grandma need a kidney, nigga, since you want to go viral, I'm going to show you how to go viral, little man. But go viral feeding them kids in your hood. Go viral Christmas time. Now, don't be dead. Jim Jones, Jim Jones just gave away goddamn six figures worth of clothes in his hood. And you a nigga who talking. Looking vegan, knowing you eat more goddamn piggly wiggly bacon than any other nigga out here. Shut up. Rick Rose. First of all, I love you, brother. And I want you to know that because you sounded a little upset in your video reply <laughs> to me. But I love you too much to not be honest with you. And right now, you're deflecting. I was talking about your lyrical content. and I agree with both of them. I agree with D1. These yeah. niggas are perpetuating the stereotypes yeah. and the bullshit, and they don't live that life anymore. Right. You know what I mean? And then Rick Ross, okay, Rick Ross, we do know that you are big on philanthropy and giving back. and But, I mean, what rapper isn't, right? At this point. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. That's just a part of, that's the part of the that's game. That's a part of your brand. You gotta have a fucking cause. Right. Start making that money. Yeah. That's one of the first things that these labels tell you and that your PR person or your manager, anybody with experience in the game would tell you what is your cause. I tell my clients that, and I'm fucking, you know, a regular-ass nigga, <laughs> you know, working with, you know, people who trying to make it. Yeah. So, Rick Ross, of course, that's all you did is give 20 bikes right. or 2,000, you know, what do you got to say about it? Yeah. I think, well, I'm going to be honest. It's, it's, it's For me, it's weird. Because, like, just because I was in the CHA space for a second, so I'm, like, a little familiar with who did, you know what I'm saying, oh. who D1 was. And, like, I, I rock I rock with his messaging. I Like, I appreciate it. Right. But at the same time, it's like, bro, you talking to a nigga who, like, is not a Christian rapper. Right. Even though I don't feel like necessarily what you're saying is for that nigga to do the same music that you're doing, right? Right. And 
But at the same time, like, bro comes off like a holier-than-down nigga, man. D1, specifically. Uh, I, 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 I'm I, with you. I'm with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, but I feel like just because I've been seeing, like, it's okay, so the main reason why I say that, right, is because right. he had critique for Lecrae a couple weeks back. Oh, so he You is, remember that shit? No? I just found out about this Okay. <laughs> so he, so I guess Lecrae, who is a Christian rapper, who was a Christian rapper, but he's not necessarily labeled as a Christian rapper no more. He's just like a rapper who does Christian music. That's how he classifies himself. Oh, wow. Now, right? He had made a post, I think, about how you need to have a bit of righteousness as well as ratchetness. <laughs> right. Right. Which, I, I mean, he said it instant, like instantaneously. I knew that people within the Christian space was not going to fuck with that at right. all. Right. I'm like, oh, he might he might get some heat. Lo and behold, D1 makes a whole video saying that Lecrae needs to stop being lukewarm, right? And I'm like, here we fucking go. You know what I'm saying? Was he... The only reason why I feel like Lecrae should have got some type of, I guess, response that was critical was, like, he, he just doesn't know his audience like that. Like, his audience... Is vastly a bunch of hyper zealous Christians. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Who like and remember, niggas got to understand, bro. He was he got a lot of heat. He got crucified when he wow. started speaking about when Mike Brown died, when Tamir Rice died. The like the church like crucified that nigga. What did he say? Who? Lecrae. He was just saying like he he was just basically just saying like that's it's. Just speaking out against the against police brutality, basically. And the Christians were mad at nigga, him. bro. They crucified that nigga, bro. Crucified that nigga to the point, mind you, Sean. To the point where he was so like shook and confused at the response, he started questioning his faith, bro. He was he was it, it shook him to the core, like bad. Like we all know this shit. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And for, to me, it's like you got. To D one, it's like, bro, you got critique for Lecrae when you could have just hit his line. They they familiar with each other, right, right, right. You feel what I'm saying? Like to me, it's like you need to like protect him because he's the nigga that was getting rock stone at him from other Christians, and he was by himself. Nobody wow. was getting more flack than that nigga. I'm gonna have to than, dive into that because that's yeah, really it's backwards. a bro, it's a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we we we. To me, D1 failed to, like, protect his bro. Like, my nigga, okay, you disagree with what he said. To me, it's not that big of a deal, right? But at least hit the nigga on the phone. Don't make a video about it. But it sounds like D1 needs to get a job. <laughs> because he talking about Lecrae a couple of weeks ago. Now he's talking about Rick Ross and Meek Mill. He's talking about what everybody else is doing and not what he's doing. Again... So, but he found, I mean, he right. found. Uh, Absolutely. He found, He, you know, he's milking that honey. He's milking that shit. Yeah, so he know that now he is the person in this talk space that people are going to go to because he has an opinion. And right. He's a Christian. Right, exactly. And it's like, you know, just just, just kind of talking to somebody who is in this, was in the same space. Um, in like the Christian hip hop space a little bit, he, he kind of told me kind of some of what you were like, kind of just told me like basically, but saying like, you know, I can see this being like some type of marketing ploy. But you know what I'm saying? These niggas 
do need to kind of like not contradict themselves with these lyrics and, and, and right and that's where it comes back down to because because that's why i'm just like well damn i just wish it wasn't d1 who said it because of the way he comes off as of late but yeah he's he's right we got to get away from that too which part the and it, uh it's not the message it's the messenger it's the messenger because the message is still the message that's a it's so, a whole other yeah. conversation a whole other that's show a, that's a fact that's a fact but you know again like but but yeah. D one talk too much. That's that's what it he it, it, it feels like. Like we talking right now. Hell no, we going in, we going in. But it, again, bro, it just like my my nigga. D one, come on, bro. You, but at the same time, the messaging is correct. Yeah. The messaging is fair, right? And it, I don't know if you're gonna agree with this, right? But I feel like Rick Ross's response. Meek Mill's response, and then Jim Jones' response, all that shit was immature. Yeah, definitely. It was hot. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up, bro. He's not saying nothing. He's not critiquing your, like, your ability to rap. He's saying stop rapping about shit. Specifically, your content yeah. is horseshit. And we, and we feel like it needs a bit of a change. I see it from both sides, right? I see... I. I we we are feeding each other poison when we listen to these rap lyrics and when these uh, millionaires is talking about street shit, most of their listeners are fucking in poverty. You know what I mean? Little niggas looking up to them. Yeah, so, yeah, I completely agree with that. You know, I'm the old nigga now where I'm like, oh, shit, they talking about this and hip-hop and shit like that. That's, again, that's another show, another podcast, because I could get into that because I grew up on death row and I ain't a death row-ass nigga. <laughs> you know? But I was able to... Distinguish the two, you know, right. entertainment and whatever. That's the parenting thing, though. But that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But um, what these niggas is doing is detrimental and it is poisonous. I don't give a fuck how many charities or how much shit you give back. Yeah. You're talking about killing niggas on your song and then you go to a fucking, you know, backpack giveaway the next hour, the next day after the shit drop. If it feels the texture of that shit yeah. feels kind of dissonant a little bit. Right. But in rapper's defense, those those lyrics and those stories yeah. is why they're there on that platform in the first place. Twenty one Savage, I remember he's I'm I i do not know if you remember him saying that shit, but he kinda alluded to that shit like a couple like two years ago or some shit. He was like, Man, I'm I'm kinda getting tired of the shoot 'em up bang bang shit. Yeah. But they they keep buying the shoot 'em up bang bang shit. Yeah. And yeah. it's coming from him. Yeah. Mr. Shoot 'em up bang bang. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm right. just like, bro, don't give me that shit. I understand what you're saying. Cause if you you your whole career is based off of and that's why I talk about this shit just kind of relates to what you were saying about Drake in general. Right. When you make your whole career in a specific trendy ass space. That's about the trendy aspects. Yeah, it's, like the shoot 'em up because that's all the trendy shit is. It's shoot 'em right, up, right. bang bang. You can put drill music in that shit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you want to make a record, like with, with substance, yeah, like what Lil Durk did with um with kids. J Cole. Um, all my life, yeah. that shit. It it like it's cool. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Fool, right? But your audience, for the most part, is not going to fuck with you. That's That was a hit, though. It was a hit. Dr. Was Luke a hit. did that, too. Shout out to Dr. Luke. We talk, I told you about Dr. Luke before. I think so. Yeah, I Britney think so. Britney Spears, Katy Perry, Sweetie, Nicki Oh, Minaj. that was him. Yeah, he did that. Oh, he, shit. He produced and wrote that song. Uh, probably, he probably wrote The Hook or some shit, but yeah. white man. But uh, who's controlling rap? We we could have a Dr. Luke. We actually need to have a Dr. Luke uh, Like episode. segment. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, uh, for sure. so Lil Durk, when Lil Durk made that song, yeah. He acquired a new audience, listening audience. He acquired that pop audience with that song. He did. He did. You know I what bet I mean? he did. So now, Dirk could kind of, I don't, I, he could change. I'm with you. you he can. He, yeah, he can. Just just based off, if I feel like this is what you're saying, just based off the response, he can kind of tap into more, yeah, like more bright lyric content. Right, I right, guess. right. But he could diversify his. his he can. Yeah, he, I don't think he's a good rapper though. So I don't, I don't know if his rapid ability will allow him <laughs> the longevity. I'm just the keeping longevity. It real, I ain't know? gonna lie to you. There was a song that he just dropped, uh, that sounded solid, and I'm not. I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Sean. But he, hear me out. I'm saying this shit as a nigga who considers themselves as a lyricist first, right? Right. The the nigga was rapping. It also, too, the video just fucked me up because I don't know if you remember that Lil Wayne song. Uh, I forgot the name of that shit, but he kind of paid homage to, like, the Carter to Lil Wayne when he was, like, in this rapping bag. Oh, bag. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that shit. He had, yeah. like, a bait. Like, the whole shit, everything oh, about it, <laughs> everything about it was solid. And I was like, okay, nigga, if you rap like that, I'll, I'll rap. I'll, I'll fuck with you. Do you think, though, rappers 
should be held responsible or have a responsibility, um, bec- you know, because of their influence. But you know, yeah, I I, I personally think it's. It's twofold. I think if you a nigga that care, like J. Cole, absolutely. Right. Right? Then I think if you are like the rest of these niggas that's in the trendy ass space and you just trying to get a bag, that's that falls on us, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. I, I, most of it is consumers' fault. If we buy it, they're going <laughs> to... They're going to continue. They got to milk the cow. Like, they're getting bread off of that shit. Meek Mill and Rick Ross have been in the game too long. Too long. To kind of not... Be understand I feel socially like. responsible for the shit they put out, especially when Meek Mill is prison reform, prison reform. Nigga, championship was so fire, bro. I don't know if you remember that yeah. that the album that he dropped in like 2018, I think, when he first got out of jail and shit. Right. That shit was. I'm like, okay, if this is the direction that you're going, I'm with you 1,000. percent And Sean, remember, bro, the, the times that we in right now. Yeah. What. I heard the song, and I'm like, get the fuck, like, nigga, Palace, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. The timing was horrible, in my opinion. Meek Mill horrible. Got, Meek Mill got noodles for brains. Like, horrible. What the fuck are y'all doing dropping this shit right now, nigga? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, again, they talking about Meek Mill prison reform. He, that you know, a lot of people know who Meek Mill is because right. his stance against the system and, you know, him going back and forth to jail and the whole prison reform thing. So for him to make music that gives direction on how to get in prison, <laughs> it is contradictory. And it's like, McMill, you, number one, is you know, nobody's listening to your shit anymore like that anyway, but it is, you know, not a good look. But then it's just like, it's almost like a desperate attempt of him trying to hold trying on to revitalize or figure out some type of relevancy or trying to revitalize that speak that 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 whole steam and smoke he had when he first came out but it's just it's like it's we're having a conversation about the you know how it's no longer his reality anymore so he kind of do need to change his lyrical content mm-hmm. and it needs to reflect you know him being 40 years old and it needs to reflect him being an advocate for prison reform. And, and him to, being a fucking father, nigga. Like. Exactly. You know, so I don't know. I, I, these niggas, they definitely do need to um, be a little bit more responsible and conscious of the shit they put out. I, 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 if you if you a new nigga coming out and you on that street gang hood shit, okay, I get it, right? Right, because like, that's your immediate been reality. In the game, like Rick Ross – Nigga, Rick Ross, you've been in the game for 20 years almost. You've been rich more than you, you know, you yeah. have more time as a rich man than Correct. anything else. So nigga. you, because look at, we look at Jay Z and Nas, like they fucking evolved. You know what I mean? Right. You know, so, you know, but times we living in, I think Meek Mill and, and, and Rick Ross always kind of been C class rappers anyway. Yeah. Um, kind of had it, always had an issue with image from mm. day one. Um, they never been like really cool. They Rick Ross have been cool. More. I don't know because he had the fucking mm. uh, what was he a pro- correction officer? Yeah, he had that little yeah, you thing. know. So they yeah, always kind of had an issue with like image, right? 
And then Meek Mills and his tweets and the picture of him with fries in a pool. There's just always been an issue with like image Images, yeah. with them. So I think that's probably their biggest struggle. And that's why they continue to make this music. That makes sense. Yeah, you know what I mean? Meek Mills is really dumb. Do you watch his tweets? Do you see him on social media? I, he be saying some bonehead shit, bro. He's just really stupid. And I'm just like, how you don't know the difference between there, there, and there? That's correct <laughs> use. And you a rapper, and this is what these kids is listening to, listening and this to. is who they looking up to. Yeah. You have all the access to education and dictionaries, and you still just dumb. Yeah. Meek Mill, but, you know, yeah. that's enough on Meek Mill. I don't want to make it a Meek Mill. <laughs> Bashing session. Right. But it's right. A Meek Mill hive will come in here <laughs> and be like, uh, what you say about my man? What you say about my man? Like, nah, that shit is right, though. Hey Spice, turn it down. Who produces? So it's a producer named uh, Joe Franco. Shout out to the homie. My nigga said he never gonna need a job. Uh, is that Drake? Is that Drake? Huh? Is that Drake? Nah. That don't sound like Drake to you. Got it. He swiped his way to a million This order's not on the menu, baby. So who you hearing right now is the homie, uh, Pretty Blanco. That's like my brother, man. He sound cold, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is Isaiah 41? So, basically, when we go into the hook, it says, I've been going hard, I've been going hard. And Isaiah 41 is a, is a obviously, it's a scripture that says, uh, for the most part, like, renew your strength. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, I just kind of made up the, I'm like, man, we should, I didn't want to just name it a generic name like the hook. Right. Like, going hard. Like, let's think about something just like a little clever. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I thought about the passages, Isaiah 41. Uh, so that's how it ties in. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So when did you guys record this? Oh, man. It's an old record, dog. It's an old record. It's like when I was, like, barely, like, rapping, and we had formed a group. Called what? Black Children. Okay. We had formed a group called Black Children. And this song was actually supposed to be on the album that we were going to make or the EP that I was going to make. Uh, just like a self-titled album called Black Children. It was going to be me, the homie Pretty Blanco, and our big bro, uh, Victor Gabriel, who's like like literally pivoting into uh, being a director as well as him being a, a licensed clinical therapist. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, he was supposed to have a verse on there, Victor Gabriel, but for some reason he never got into it. And, uh, yeah, this kind of just sat. Just sat in the files. Wow. And then I was just pressing the homie, like, like Blanco, like, nigga, let's just drop the record. Like, this shit crazy. For some reason, he didn't want to at the time. So, you know, that shit was just sitting and sitting. And I kind of just pressed that nigga, like, hey, nigga, I'm about to release this shit. He was like, all right, nigga, fuck it, let's do it. Wow. And his name is Pretty Blanco. Pretty Blanco. A.K.A. Uh, Blanchard. Drake. Drake. <laughs> he sounded like, yeah. sound so, like Drake. When so, I first heard that, I was like, yeah. it's Drake. Yeah, but, so that was, so he got like a little thing. He really had like a big Drake influence, like when he like was like in the space. Because he was still trying to find his voice. Right. And like, you know, if you hear like some of the records that he was making back then, he just had like this thing where he can just have these real like, Trendy ass space of music, but at the same time, he's like rap his ass off. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was like, that's that was a distinction. I was like, oh, that's not Drake because this nigga's really spitting. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no I fly around. I'm like, okay, right. we're talking about some real shit on here. Yeah, exactly. Finding out that you guys recorded this back, you know, some time ago, it has a timeless. It does. You know, feel. But all your music kind of. Rides in that lane. Rides in that space. Doesn't yeah. it doesn't feel old. It feels like fresh and feels yeah. like new because of the type of music it is. Right. You know what I mean? It ain't yeah. twerking music and it's not club shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's some real, you know it has substance yeah. on it. So this is pretty dope, man. I appreciate that, like, bro. Especially coming from your ass. I appreciate yeah, it. Because I don't like shit. Now I don't, I don't know about the replay value just yet. Yeah. But I like the song. I like the music. Well, if you think about it, you could definitely listen to this shit while you're working out. Like, I have a whole, like, potential treatment that I'm going to make to the record. Right. And it's going to be in that space. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is a project that you, this is not just a, a drop. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to do something with it. We're going to do something with it. some wheels behind this. Yeah, for sure. We're going to do something with it. For sure. I appreciate that you guys being young niggas, too, and, like, making real music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not no bullshit. You know what I mean? Um, even if I don't know the lyrics to the songs and, you know, don't know what the song is about, mm. the sonic, yeah, sonically of the song, it sounds like real hip hop. Right. It sounds like that far side shit. It sounds like that cold shit. Yeah. It sounds like some real, like, you know, real music. And I'm pretty sure if I ask someone to listen to the song, I'd be like, where you think these guys from? They ain't gonna be like L.A. because they associate the L.A. sound with, with a specific type of yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> but you know, so I appreciate the the diversity that is being offered and displayed in the song. I definitely, you know, have it on my playlist. I definitely will be plugging it, and I'm just trying to see where this go go, man. But I I appreciate the substance and you being intentional about your artwork, and I yeah. I appreciate you guys being young, man, and you know, tapping into that real hip hop and not trying to do what everybody else is doing. Not yeah. trying to use the, the cheat code of like music, of making TikTok songs and, you know. Yeah, I feel like that's a whole bag you probably got to put me up on. What, the TikTok thing? Yeah, that shit. Cause I mean, like, you, you, don't, can, you can randomly just see random niggas just popping up out of nowhere. And then I hear some story about how they got popping like quickly off you of TikTok. You know what TikTok, the TikTok building is, right? Yeah, yeah, about right the, there on the Fox hit by the mm, Fox. By the Fox. Yep. Yeah. By the Fox. Like a quick backstory on how it even got released. Okay. Like everything was going on. Um I, I don't I don't know if I want to say it just because I don't wanna I don't know how like how this shit goes as far as like if a niggas gonna strike your shit down or oh, you know what I'm saying? No. But like what's going on uh, between the war, um the Palestinians and the Israelis. I just felt like I wanted to say something. So I was just kind of like searching for shit. Right. And I was like, man, I ain't wrote in a minute though. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't want to come off. Obviously, I'm like hypercritical of myself. I didn't want to come off like hyper preachy. And also too, because I'm, I'll am i be having like these big ass, illustrious ass, imaginative uh, like responses my music like man this shit can go well if I right. like you know I just I just go into this fantastical fucking land I'm just right. nah right. I, I can't do that cause then I'ma just sit in how I feel and what I envision this shit to be cause I'm a bit of a perfectionist I'ma I'm just not do shit so I'm like okay what else can I do 
I'm like, man, Isaiah 41, my verse, like, you know what I'm saying? How it starts off, like, okay, they screaming, bloody murder for bodies laid on the floor. We heard you. Hmm. That's how people feel about right. our brothers over there in Palestine, in Gaza. Right. Fuck it. Let me just drop this shit. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Let me do just you, drop it. You do you you write or you freestyle? You I, I write. I write, bro. Do you freestyle at all? That's a that's a whole muscle that I don't really Oh wow. I don't really ex I don't know how to exercise, I ain't gonna lie to you. What was your influence sonically mm-hmm. with the song? Well, it like I feel like when I when I heard the song, it was me just feeling like, okay, this is some shit that I always wanted to rap on. Like, just right. some, like, hard, but at the same time, it has those bass. It has that. Every, I don't know. Everything about the song just felt like, okay, this is the lane that I, I really want to be rapping on. Just some real hip-hop shit. And it's kind of like one of those things where, like, you get on this big-ass stage. Right. And you see if you made of that shit or not. That's how, That's kind of how I felt. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's because right. how how much I respect, you know, Blanche's pen and Victor Gabriel's pen. Like these, I know these niggas ain't no niggas that, specifically Blanche. He always kind of been bubbling because he has a brand, Solid Gold Bike, which is his brand. Um, so he always had like this bit of a clout. You know what I'm saying? Vic right. is a nigga that's just like insanely just talented. This nigga right. is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And if I let you hear some of the songs, you'll be like, this nigga never dropped nothing because he's also a perfectionist. Right. But in general, them them as like rappers are some of the craziest niggas that I know. Right. So I just, I wanted to be like, all right, I, I don't want to feel like a slouch. So, I, you know, I made it up in myself that I was like, all right, I got to I gotta come super hard on this record. You know what I'm saying? Pretty yeah. Blanco, that means pretty white, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying that right? Okay. That's hard. That's hard that you figure that out. That's hard. Yeah, Blanco means white, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how long have you known these guys? So, oh, obviously, we, we, well, not obviously, but we met in church in, like, 2014. Okay. Faithful Central Bible Church in Inglewood. On Florence. Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah, that's where we, that's where we met. It was, uh, it's like young adult ministry called uh, Deeply Rooted at the time uh, that I met them. Yeah. And it just, we, after that, we just kind of became family. It's pretty dope, man. So you guys both were all everybody involved in this uh Isaiah forty one was intentional. Oh yeah. About they wasn't just y'all wasn't just trying to put shit out. Negative. Just to put shit out. You guys was intentional about mm-hmm. you know, having a message and a concept. It's pretty dope, man. Are we gonna see a visual for that or are we For sure. Oh. Yeah, for sure. We're working on the dates now. Where can we listen to Isaiah forty one, stream it, buy yeah. it, purchase it? So everywhere on all DSPs, everywhere you can get music from, that's where you can go find uh, the song for sure. We could buy it on iTunes, right? Yep, absolutely. Spicer, what should our listeners do ASAP? So definitely, you can follow me on all platforms, uh, mainly Instagram and Twitter at Steven Spicer Zero, and make sure you hit the link in my bio uh, so you can buy the song and also stream the songs on all platforms. And that is Steven Spicer, just my partner in crime. Yes, sir. You know, support real hip-hop. Support real hip-hop.
By the time I get finished with this nigga, though, he'll be making money, <laughs> making songs, talking about pouring the crystal. Hell no. <laughs> Imagine. Now, hey, listen, we got to diversify our shit, though. We got to diversify our shit. But again, I'm Sean Allen. I'm the other Sean Allen. Uh, everywhere. What you got to say? And also at Steven Spicer Zero. All right. See you guys on the next one. All that is in the description of this episode. I've been working, yeah. I've been working, yeah. I've been working. I've been going hard. I've been going hard. Hey, screaming. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.